Welcome, neighbors. Hello, neighbor. Won't you be my neighbor? Hello, other neighbor. Hello, neighbor. It's a neighborly day. Hello, neighbors. In the neighborhood. That's right. Today's all about Mr. Rogers. <laughs> I'm so excited about this. If you didn't uh, see Mr. Rogers growing up. I'm sorry for you. Yeah, wow. Like, just an absolute treasure of a human being. Yeah. I There are so many things that I learned from Mr. Rogers. I feel like Mr. Rogers, like, taught me as a kid about humanity and that oh, like totally. everything was okay yeah and that it was it was cool to be a grown-ass man and have a train set in your house that went Heck to a yeah. magical land i'm misty and i'm ike the next 15 minutes we're gonna debate pop culture my background's in music my background's in film i know the topics beforehand and i don't we check the internet for the facts and ruin it with opinions from pop rocks in your lunchbox to happy meal toys and swatch clocks yeah it was dude yeah, absolutely. And to take your shoes off when you came inside. And put your house shoes on. Exactly. That's how did, it should be done. Did you know that the first five episodes of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood are in black and white? I, I felt like I probably assumed that there were more than five. I would too. When did Mr. Rogers go on the air? Uh, the first <clears throat> Mr. Rogers episode in color aired April 19th, 1971. So... Although most major networks like ABC and CBS were broadcasting in color by 1968, public broadcasting was a little late to the game. PBS. Um, this is one that I really, really love. Many of the sweaters that Mr. Rogers wore were made by his mother. What? She made sweaters for all of her kids and gave them to them as gifts for Christmas. And he said that whenever he put a new one on on the show, it was his way of saying hello to his mom. He put a new one on every day. Yeah. Wow. She, he must have kept her busy. He wanted to say hi, Mom, every time he put on a new sweater. Did you know one of those sweaters now <clears throat> hangs in the Smithsonian Institute? Yeah. The red one. So cool. Dude. You know what's behind it at the Smithsonian? Uh, Roger Rabbit. Um, no, Bugs Bunny. And the Flintstones. That's what like I meant. Some of the original um, some animations from them. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yep. And Natasha. Don't forget Natasha. She's important in that. Did you know there's no desk in his office? What? Okay, explain. What office, right? Yeah, I mean, I thought that his living room was his office. He felt that a desk would create too much of a barrier between him and others. Instead, Rogers opted for a sofa and armchairs. Of course he did. Um, do you know why he made Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood? Uh, I think I've heard this, but I would love to know more about it. Okay. So he... <laughs> Went home, like he pursued a degree in broadcasting and he was at home once and he turned the TV on and he said that it was some horrible show with people like throwing pies at each other and he hated it so much and he thought there has to be a way to use this fantastic new thing that we have to nurture kids and adults who are watching and listening and so that's why he came up with Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Did you know that he also composed all of the music on the show? I did not. He earned a degree in music competition from Rollins College and put it to good use on iconic songs like It's Such a Good Feeling and Won't You Be My Neighbor. Aww. So you remember the trolley, the neighborhood trolley? Uh, of course. <clears throat> Guess how many miles it traveled per season of the show? Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. 
It's I in my head I, I wouldn't even think it would be one mile because it's just going from one set to the other. What is that? Fifty feet? But like I don't know how many takes that they would have to do of things, and I don't know how many episodes per season there were. Like I couldn't even begin. It's in the thousands. What? It's five thousand miles every season of the show. Wow. That's what? nuts, right? Wow. That's a wow. It's a it's a long, long way to the neighborhood of make believe. <laughs> Wow. I don't... Wow. That's weird. Do you remember the phone was always by the fishbowl? Yeah. I, I feel do. like he always fed the fish when he was on the phone. He's got to multitask. Yeah. Got to show the little kitties that this is how grown-ups do get stuff done. Did you want a stop sign, a stoplight in your first apart- college so apartment? So bad. But did you ever put it together that it was implanted in your early childhood cerebrum? No, I didn't that ever. It- I wanted one so bad that worked. Wow. And it's all because we watched Mr. Mr. Rogers. Rogers. He was our first cool grown-up that lived on his own, and he had one. So why wouldn't we want? I want a fish tank and a stop sign in my apartment. I never thought about that. Did you know Rogers was a vegetarian? <clears throat> I, I had read that somewhere, I believe. It doesn't surprise me. Maybe I'll cut out the meat for a little while. Seems like he wouldn't want to hurt the animals. Right. It just seems like such a gentle human yep. you know like cause do no harm kind of guy yeah what uh what else you got well i think one of the coolest things um <clears throat> mr rogers went and spoke in front of congress yes yes he did about the importance of public broadcasting yeah and if you listen to his speech it's one of the greatest speeches i think that i've ever heard talking about the importance of programming and bringing it to children because it has such an effect on shaping their their childhood Mm -hmm. and it's a it's like one of the most i don't know it's like super touching to sit and listen to it and it's that moment that you like you're listening to him and you're like this guy is a hundred percent authentic like there is nothing about those performances on tv that has ever been one bit fake do you um do you know how many episodes were made total when did it go off the air 2000 2001 the last episode aired on august 31st 2001 and it went on air you said in 68 in 68 correct i mean it would be in the thousands right uh i mean if you did the math 895 episodes of mr rogers neighborhood were filmed between 1968 and 2000 Here's another okay. tidbit, follow-up, fun fact. The really good news, they're all available for streaming on Amazon Prime. What? How long do you think it would take you to watch them back-to-back if you just started right now and never stopped? A month. Close. It would take 18 days to watch them okay. all. Yeah, I mean, I would have to take some breaks for, like, you know, peeing and sleeping and, and Doritos things. and stuff. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Wow. That's nuts, right? He made 18 days of entertainment. We're only at like 40 hours of entertainment that we've produced. Wow. Wow. Do you know there's a spinoff? Of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood? Yeah. No? In 2012, PBS debuted its animated spinoff, Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. Oh, Daniel the Tiger. Daniel the Tiger. That's cute. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Who is your favorite, like, thing on the show? The King. Me, too. The King. (laughs) Me, too. I loved The King I am The King. Bring me what I want. (laughs) 
down. And that thing that lived in Mr. Owl the, in the hole. Oh, yeah. In the hoot, hole. hoot, hoot, yeah. <laughs> And I always thought the train was a character as well. I kind of did, too. Because yeah. like when it would go into the thing and turn yeah. into the animation. And... Did you know he controlled it? This isn't in something that I'm reading. I didn't know that. I think that he had a little like he, like he a cro- foot stepper, was, like where where he sat on the front side uh-huh. of the bench. There he was a, cross his legs. a little go go back and forth go. Yeah. So he could he didn't have to have someone calling the action behind the scenes. He could just right. pull that trolley out when he wanted it, talk to it, make it dance around. That's so cool. <laughs> so so cool, man. He uh, some of the puppets on the show are named after Roger's real life family and friends. Oh, of course they are. In addition to one of his sisters, Roger named two of the puppets McFeely, his mother's maiden name. McFeely is also his middle name, Fred McFeely Rogers. Right. Do, I didn't know men had maiden names. Middle name, not maiden name. But if it's his mom's last name, then it would be his maiden name, right? No. A maiden name is a name that you have before you get married. Right. And men don't change their names traditionally. His and and if they did, it wouldn't be called a maiden name. His father's Thanks, name Nick. was Rogers. <laughs> Hello, Nick. <laughs> did you know that he cutting that part out? Put out a um a series of instructionals for parents. Right. He didn't ever want parents to think that he was trying to take over and teach kids the lessons. So he produced a series of specials called Mr. Rogers Talks to Parents About X, like whatever the topic was that day, to help them be able to sit down and talk to their children. I think that's super cool. Yeah. (laughs) Super cool. Do you know he's colorblind? To red and green only. Yeah, that's weird. And I didn't know you wore, could be only colorblind a couple of things. And he wore red and green a lot. Right. Interesting. He, yeah. You know what else? Oh, so you touched on him uh, testifying in the Senate, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But he also uh, testified in a landmark Supreme Court case that paved the way for home recording. Oh, yeah. He like he said something about like people... People should be able to have the ability to use good judgment of when they watch something and not be forced to watch it only when it's on. Right. The 1979 Supreme Court case, Sony Corp of America versus Universal City Studios. Not that that's anywhere near here. (laughs) He thought the invention would allow families to watch his show when it was convenient for them, saying, very frankly, I'm opposed to being programmed by others. So he was like like the OG streamer. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, "Listen, people are gonna get to watch this whenever they want." Quarantine would have been a lot different without Mr. Rogers, <sighs> right? Mm. We, would all be, we would all be going to Blockbuster still. <laughs> oh, there's, there's still one left, and you can one, spend the night in only it. one. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to know a uh, a story about the fish? Yeah, tell me it was the same one for forty years. No, <laughs> so he um, didn't start out this way. But he, do you remember he would always tell you he was feeding his fish out loud? Yeah. The reason that he uh, did that. I've heard this story. Is because he received a letter from a blind girl named Katie that said, please say when you're feeding your fish because I worry about them. I can't see if you're feeding them. So please say if you're feeding them out loud. Katie's father noted that she was blind and would cry if Mr. Rogers didn't mention that he'd fed the fish. After learning about Katie, Mr. Rogers made a point of telling viewers that his fish were being fed, happy, and healthy. Wow. That makes me teary. Come on, Rogers. <laughs> that makes me very teary. 
And you have the <sighs> same last name, so are you related? I uh, Misty yes. Rogers? Yes. Are you really teary for real right now? I am. Because of fish food? Aww. Yes. He's just so pure. Yeah. Like, so you, you saw the documentary? Yeah. That it's hard to watch it's that and real not hard. feel like, all of that. You feel you it know? in your guts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was way out in the forefront of like hiring different ethnicities mm-hmm. and yep. like people's, everybody's individual rights of all yep. different shapes and sizes. Um, do you remember Lady Elaine Fairchild, the puppet? Yeah. The, the lady puppet he had? Yes. She was named after his adopted sister, Elaine, um, who Roger said he loved her so dearly he wanted to immortalize her. Do you know what Mr. Rogers did before he had a television show? I don't. What did he do? Rogers was an ordained as a Presbyterian minister. Interesting. He attended Dartmouth College and then transferred to Rollins in Florida for his studies. But during his senior year, he visited home and saw that his parents had bought a new household item, a television. That's when he knew he wanted to work in media. Wow. Hmm. I think his audience was a little bit bigger than having just one church, you know? How old do you think he was when he started playing piano? Was he? I, I would take it that he was a kid when he started playing. Five. Yeah, I was going to say six. Yeah. He grew up in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. There's a beer from there, isn't there? There is. What is it? I don't know. Rolling Rock. Thank you. That's, I knew it was something. <laughs> now I'm thirsty. Ooh, for Rolling I wanna, Rock? I want to have a beer in honor of Mr. Rogers. I, I, I'm, I think yeah, Mr. I'm Rogers would sit down and have a beer I'm, with I'm, you. I'm, I'm, I may be wrong about I that. think you're right. I feel like I'm right. But you don't really forget stuff. Um, <laughs> you guys, <laughs> Mr. Rogers regretted naming the mailman on this show Mr. McFeely. He said he didn't quite realize how many inappropriate jokes could be made about McFeely until it was far too late. But he, McFeely wasn't the only. There were two McFeelys on the show, right? The, there was the postman. So Mr. Rogers' middle name was McFeely, and the mailman was actually named after Fred McFeely Rogers himself. That's that's the only one I know about as the mailman. Sorry, I went down a rabbit hole uh, on the Latrobe Brewing Company. <laughs> is it Rolling Rock? Well, it's one. Yeah, Rolling Rock's one of them. Uh, um, Arnold Palmer is also from that town. Latrobe. Yep. Single. Well, I like his beverage. You know what? Not to go off on an Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer? I cannot say those two words together. Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer. My, my mouth want, and my brain want to start saying Palmer before Arnold is over. R Palm. <laughs> okay. Maybe we should start a line of drinks R called Palm. The, the R Palms. Maybe we should. Um, the fact that he was the first one to go like, I just want a half of this and a half of that. Blows my fragile little mind. Me too. It, it still feels like it leaves opportunity for us to create our own beverages too. Well, I mean, I feel like we kind of did as kids. Like I'm sure you did this when you were a kid. Like going, at, yeah, the suicide, making a suicide at the mm. soda machine. Yep. Yeah, like, it but was we were. Oh, they were so fucking gross. so gross. Yeah. Like at least he combined two things that actually t- are tasty together. Yeah. Smart man. Mm. Mm. Anyways, um, I wonder if Arnold Palmer and Mr. Rogers were friends. I don't think so. Arnold Palmer was not known as necessarily always the kindest man. But I wonder if he ever played golf with Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers doesn't strike me as a golf golfer. I bet. I bet he's played. I can tell you that he was very conscious about his health, though. For the last 30 years of his life, he weighed exactly 143 pounds. 
143. So did, did, is, is the uh, explanation of why he wanted to weigh 143 in there? It's not. Do you know? Yeah. Uh, 143 uh, has some significance to the words, I love you. And I, I don't one, know. It's, I is one. Love is four. You is three. Yes. One, four, yeah. three. Yeah. That's what we used to page each other all the time when we had pagers. What? Yeah. And it's the code that I made Fall Out Boy punch into the jukebox in the video that I directed. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, he literally <laughs> wanted to weigh 143 instead of 144, 142 because of that. And when you're a vegetarian, it's much easier to regulate your weight because you're just much. putting the same spinach in. That's not true. Yeah, it's that's, just the same yeah, amount of spinach you just, every day. You just made not, that up as someone who's never been vegetarian. You just right. made that up. You really did. <laughs> what, what's up with the, with the pile on here? Who cares? You're not vegetarian. <laughs> that was uh, show's uh, over. Yeah, I think so. Tomorrow's uh, episode's about vegetarians, I guess. I don't think so. I don't think this is a good path to go down. I can I can talk about that all day with you. Um, You're a vegan. That's completely different. I'm I'm not, but I was, and it is different. Things are getting dark, you guys. I'm really sorry. No, they're not. It's the same light in here that was at the beginning. Well, that was our homage to Mr. Raj. Hers. I think that we should name February 27th, 2003, or February 27th, Mr. Rogers Day. Is that his birthday? It's the day that he passed. Well, then let's hold this episode and put it out on his death day. No. Death day. No, I don't <laughs> like that. Part of, oh, part, of, part of why we're talking about this is because his, his uh, wife of 50 years just yes. died. Yes. His wife passed away last week. Guys, this is only one day away from February 27th. It's January. Yep. I was like, what are you talking about? I'm cut that out. I'm not going to cut that out. <laughs> no. We don't know day, year, space. Nothing matters anymore. That's right. This is this is where we are now. Well, let's we all go here. get a Rolling Rock and t- turn on Amazon Prime. And I'm going to get an orange juice. I feel like Mr. Rogers would approve of that. Well, don't forget to say when you're feeding your fish. <laughs> See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. We're turning off the cameras now. <laughs>